Hello, this is Deb from Deb's Data Dojo, part of the Calling All Beings podcast network. Today, I'm talking to Lady Kethra, who is a spiritualist, poet, singer, and artist. She is a medium that has seen many spirits and entities. She communicates with them almost daily. She joined the dojo today to provide her perspective regarding the phenomenon. Also with me today is co-host Kevin. He is an artist, musician, member of Calling All Beings, and a behavioral technician. Thank you for coming, both of you. Welcome to the dojo. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. So I was really excited to finally get to bring a medium to the dojo. I'm very interested in your spiritual um, abilities. And I guess I thought we could start with maybe your history. How did you um, discover your gift? Well, um, it's something that I've had since I was a child. Um, But with the background that I come from, I come from kind of like, I'm from the South, kind of like a Southern Baptist background. Um, So me being kind of different from everyone, the gifts that I had, they were kind of frowned upon and kind of, I was kind of told, you know, don't do that, Um, you're crazy, da 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 da. Um, But it took me getting out on my own and that's when my guys kind of, they basically they put me in a trance, you know, so that I can see them and know that because everyone in my family, and I, I don't want to speak into it in kind of like a negative way now because I'm over that. I know it was something that I had to overcome to get to where I am now. Um, but they had to, you know, put me in a position where I had to listen and know that they're my guides, my ancestors. They are anything to harm me or anything to be scared of. So that's how I am here now. <laughs> okay. Um, so very, very young you started. Um, and and when you first got the communication from them, how was it um, that you got it? Was it a visual thing or did you hear them? Was it an auditory? Well, I'm very gifted and I kind of like to use that loosely because people can tap into their gifts if they balance their chakras. Well, no, I'm gifted. Okay. Yeah, I'm gifted. I have a very strong pineal gland. I can see, I see a lot of dreams. Um, one of my strongest gifts is clear audience. And that is something that I've had since I was a child. Um, I would <laughs> hear creatures and things and I was like, what is that? And I would tell like, did y'all hear that? And they're like, no, we didn't hear that. No. And um, I would just wonder what it was, but my strongest gift is clear audience and the dreaming. Okay, so I'm going to have to ask, what creatures were you hearing? That's actually really interesting. Um... I can only say what I think it is. I can't say exactly the name, but they sound like aquatic animals, basically. 
I have an idea of what it could possibly be, but now with all the things that I've learned over this short period of time, I just don't like to give names to things. Yeah, so actually one of the conversations that we had that were kind of led to you coming to the dojo was we talked about um, you know, a lot of people are trying to identify with the UAP phenomenon, the occupants of the UAPs. And we talked about, you know, could they be extraterrestrial? Could they be something else like future human? And and you gave the perspective that they might be something like angels. Yes. Um, I think that extraterrestrials, um, aliens, spirit beings, they're all just angels. They're just all different names for them. That's it. They're all on different frequencies um, from different galaxies, um, dimensions, but they're all angels. Demons, um, yeah, they're demons, but you have to be on that frequency of a demon to, it's, it's more so of a fear thing, but just think of it as there are more angels than demons. So <laughs> I'll just say that. Kevin. Okay. Well, um, I think it's interesting that you, you, um, you're interpreting them as angels because, um, there's a long history of that actually. Um, even in the Bible, I mean, you've got Ezekiel, right? And his Ezekiel's wheels, the UFOs, all the spokes. He, he calls them angels in his eyes, you know. Um, also, in fact, um, there are sightings from um, um, Russian cosmonauts. They, they see, they see uh, humans, you know, that have wings, you know, and they have halos. And these are in space. These are something cosmonauts have reported, like, in the 80s. So um, I was wondering, um, based on... Um, the angelic thing, um, is, is there a way that you, you regularly contact them? Maybe is it through meditation or is there a controlled way to do it? Well, um, since I was younger, I've always noticed, you know, certain angelic presences around me. Um, because of the clear audience. It's, it's, I, don't, I think you could possibly be a little clear audience um, if you aren't. You are. <laughs> I feel like you are. But um, but you know when you hear a certain frequency, when you hear a certain sound, you know when they're around. Um, but when I have different ways that I communicate with them. Um, when I was really starting out with mediumship, I would use you know the candle and the meditation, like you just spoke of. But, you know, as it grew, it would just be kind of like that. I don't currently do readings right now um, because I'm taking a break and kind of studying more about what my ancestors did and their spirituality because it just resonates so much. Um, the more I learn about it, it's just like this is just another language of what I'm doing right now. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. Yes, I, I was just reading about um, indigenous cultures and how they have a different perspective on all of this. Also, um, they tend to call 
um, the others um, sky or star people. Yes. And then they often say that some of them are their ancestors, which is, you know, uh, kind of lines up with other statements people have made about us possibly being hybrids and things like that. Um, and there's like a really long history connecting humanity to these others. So do you get that sense when you communicate that there might be a long history that they that these beings may be more our ancestors than extraterrestrial? Yes, most definitely. Mm -hmm. Because we're beings of light. We are, it's literally in the word soul. Think of it, soul, solar system, sun, energy, light. Yes, most definitely. And that's all I have to say on that. Right. <laughs> Great. And to, and to you, are you able to um, see, like, orbs tends to be a, a big aspect of the phenomenon and spirituality. Are you also able to see orbs? Yes, every day. Mm -hmm. Every day, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and so you overall, though, based on what you said earlier, you get a benevolence from all of that, yes? All of it, oh, for, yeah. the, I mean... for the most part. They never try to, you know, push me over, hurt me, <laughs> or do anything to me. So, like, I was like, hmm, maybe, you know, it's not bad. I mean, if they're not trying to hurt me. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And and you said you've also, you know, had connection with um, guides. So, I imagine that they've been actually more helpful than harmful, of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not around, you know, low vibrational beings too much because usually when I'm around them, they kind of skedaddle. Um, but I can tell, you know, when it's something that I'm not supposed to be around the way that I feel in my body. So, yeah, that, that doesn't happen much. It's just an inner knowing that they're not bad and I'm supposed to be speaking with them. Okay. Kevin, did you have something you wanted to say? It looked like you wanted to add something. Yeah. Well, I wanted to know if you've ever used your abilities um, to, to help to help anybody. Yeah. Um, in my readings, in my mediumship, um, yeah, I helped them through a lot of things. Cool. Like what you like give advice about or? Advice about relationships. Um, mm -hmm advice about getting through hard times in their life because I've been through many. Yeah. I'm not ashamed to say that at all because I wouldn't be here where I am now if I didn't. Um and helping them especially with coming to terms with past loved ones. And, and when someone Lost. comes, I'm sorry, go ahead, Kevin. No, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, when someone comes to talk to you about um, past loved ones, how do, how do the, um, the, the people who have passed um, make themselves known during that? It's so hard to, okay, um, being clear audience it's just it's it's an inner knowing and it's just an extra voice 
that you hear. That is the best way that I can explain it. It sounds crazy, <laughs> but that is the best way I can explain it. Um, That's how it happened. But I would say I did not do those so much because it felt like I did more of, you know, when the people came, I was kind of like a voice of the ancestors because if you, you should know, um, the ancestors are close to God. So they were leading me and telling them what they needed to hear. When I was doing readings, I'm not the person to play with you and tell you, oh, Nia, you should get back with them and do this and do that. No, I'm going to tell you what you need to do what's best for you, for you to be happy. Um. So, yeah, I make sure it's heard clearly what you need to do. Okay, so they probably kind of push what the message should be, right, on to you. Is that the impression, like, they kind of, no? No. Um, are you, do you mean, like, the people that I helped? Um, the spirits. Um... Yes, because that's what um intuition is. Intuition mm -hmm. is hearing from your guides, mm -hmm. hearing from ancestors. So yes. Mm. So basically, you're, you're um you're saying it's a frequency. So basically, you're able to tap into this frequency. It's almost like it's like music. Because I'm a musician too. I can mm -hmm. I can match pitches with anything. I can reproduce pretty much any song. Um, it's, it's interesting that a lot of artists also have this this kind of ability to tap into different frequencies, I think. Um, do you think that maybe it's... Well, we had a guest on Cab recently where we had a discussion about um, what was... It was inspiration. And um, we think maybe our artistic inspiration may be also on this frequency that artists can tap into. Um, what, what do you think about that? I always thought that was pretty interesting. Do you find I, that... Um, it's maybe I 100% agree. Okay. I I think um, artists and musicians are spirit mediums, especially when it comes to writing songs and the composing of the songs, because you're putting together a work of art. You're putting together emotions, and you're getting that from somewhere. Yes, it's some of it is from you but you're also putting out a message okay so yeah i think a lot if not all musicians and artists are spirit mediums and high vibrational angels a lot especially like especially when you think of people like michael jackson and beyonce um I know Beyonce isn't everybody's favorite for some reason. <laughs> but um, especially when you think of them, um, they are definitely high vibrational angels. You know, when they just walk into a room and people just go crazy, there's a reason mm -hmm. for that. Um, people like to call them witches, which is um, hmm. a European word. But they're just high vibrational angels. Well, I definitely feel like music itself also enhances vibrations. I've been playing with different 
um, frequencies when meditating, and I can sense some of them really make me feel, you know, something internally that, you know, you can call it like triggering chakras or uh, changing your frequency, whatever you want to call it. But some of them I feel like nothing. And I'm like, why are they selling this as a meditation song? I don't feel anything from this. But but some of them, you know, it's really profound. So so I guess you could say that uh, music can bewitch people, right? <laughs> yes? <laughs> that word is so funny to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it can be. It is. Um, and I mean, everything is witchcraft. What we're doing right now, just speaking words, is a spell. So I mean, so yeah, um, yeah. Music is witchcraft because it makes you feel a certain kind of way. So yeah, it affects you. Mm. So yeah, you're right. You're you're right. It does. It. You're totally right. It can. Yeah, you can. It, <laughs> It's expression. Mm -hmm. it, it can evoke emotions. Totally. Mm -hmm. I never thought of it that way. Thank you for that. That's very insightful. That's what I was actually hoping to get. Something like that. That's cool. Thanks. I feel like Claire's going to create a song soon that's going to bewitch <laughs> me. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it's going to help with my meditation. That's what I'm looking for right now. I've only found one song so far. It's really good for that. It's like really powerful. But um I, I've also heard people say that we don't just change our frequencies when we're doing art, but I think it was um, Dr. Pasolka who said that you actually kind of touch into another dimension altogether when you're doing art, um, be it music or painting, um, that you might actually just be touching an, another plane of existence. Do you feel like that might be accurate? Third eye. Because when you're creating art, that is something that's the closest to your soul because you don't just create art, create art just to do it. That's not something that you're just going to do. I'm just going to create art. Even though I don't want to do it, you're doing it because you want to do it. So that is something that you do when you're tapping into your third eye. Because you're also getting that vision to create whatever you're creating. That's interesting. Um, so do you think that um, if someone were to keep exercising an artistic practice, that's going to enhance their abilities with the third eye? Yes, practice. she's nodding. <laughs> People can't hear the nodding, but she's nodding. Practice. I'm sorry. I, I got to forget that we're more than just me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Flair? Do you feel like when you do uh, the art, uh, by the way, his name is Kevin. I just call him Flair. Out of, like, it's like a pet name thing. But anywho, Flair, do you feel like when you do the art, you feel like you're touching upon maybe another dimension that you might be enhancing your abilities to? Uh, well, I, I know that when inspiration hits, it's just like a flow that you just don't stop. It's it's hard to explain. It's like you are connected with something else, and it is almost like listening to music that that you like, like 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 she she said, it's very cool. But yeah, um, yeah, it's what was the question? <laughs> Whether or not it enhances your third eye abilities. Um, I you know I've never, I don't wouldn't even know how to apply it that way. Actually, I don't 
I only know how to apply it and channel it through art. You know, I would like to learn how to do it other ways. But I just don't know how at this point. Which is why I'm tuning in. Maybe <laughs> you have something to say about that. Yeah, you already are. Um, because like I said, practice makes perfect. You're doing more of what you love. Um, so when you do that, you get closer to your soul. Okay. And your soul will never lead you astray. Yeah, so I actually um, wanted to touch on the the concept of some of the difficulties. I, I know it's going back a little, but you said you had some difficulties in your childhood because you were raised in a Baptist family and they weren't entirely accepting of your spirituality. And actually, I had a similar experience. I was raised in, um, I was raised to be Catholic, but I could feel that I was drawn towards what some people call more of a new age spirituality. Um, do you feel like the two can reconcile that they're not necessarily in conflict? It sounds like, you know, when, when we talk about angels and demons, you've already done that work, but I thought maybe you could expound on that a little bit. So people who are going through this elsewhere in the community can understand they're not alone. <laughs> they can have their religion and their spirituality. Well, you can definitely have your religion and your spirituality, but um, Christ consciousness is where it's, it comes from spirituality. Um, it's nothing but a frequency. People have to realize they have to let go of these things because that is the biggest problem is the ego. They don't realize that all of these um, heads of these religions are, they basically have the same stories. They do the same things and they're meant to guide you and lead you. You aren't meant to worship them and forget about yourself. Um, you're meant to learn from what they've been through. You're meant to learn from their stories instead of putting them on a pedestal higher than yourself and making them um, a larger God than you are. Um, but to deal with the things, you know, when it comes to the family, not accepting, I mean, you can only do so much. Um, some people, you know, it's just in the DNA and some people just cannot let go of it easily because um, something that a lot of people don't like to talk about and probably think that's crazy, a lot of people had these things beat into them. So, you know, their minds are kind of wired to not want to let go of it. So it's not as easy for everyone um, to see what's really real. Um, so at that point, you just, you know, you have to believe in yourself. Um, you don't have to worry about what they think about you. Um, you don't have to worry about explaining yourself to them because it's, I mean, it's, it's not worth your time. Um, your journey is not for them to believe you. It's for something else. 
for your own enlightenment. Um, and for those that do believe you, that's fine. But you don't have to worry about the people that don't. Um, they have things that they have to let go of. And we just have to hope that they do. Yeah, I feel like that's a currently a conundrum for some people when it comes to dealing with the phenomenon, you know, which, which of course encompasses spirituality and it encompasses a lot of other issues. Um, it seems that the phenomenon is connected to the paranormal in general, including, you know, angels and things like that and orbs and all of it seems to be somewhat connected. So people are currently trying to reconcile that idea of putting aside the religious stuff and accept that, you know, the world may be different than they thought. The reality may be different than they thought. Um, and I, I've actually, you know, run into some really interesting things while doing meditation um, that I found out other people have all also run into. And one of them is the term God source. Have you heard of that before? Yeah, I've heard of a lot of them. Okay, so what does God yeah. source mean to you? I'm curious what, what you get from that. Sounds like just the energy frequency that you're on. Um, sounds like um, a divine gateway. And I'm just describing what it sounds like. Um, sounds like information continuously coming in um, all the way from the crown. I mean, it sounds like you're very tuned in, um, God source. That's what that sounds like to me. That's really interesting because basically, you know, I saw it as a big ball of energy. That's how it was shown to me. And then it was explained mm -hmm. to me that it was not God. It is just like almost like a connector to God. You know, it's like a node that connects to God, but it's my God like source. Yeah, it's like my personal one that I was being shown, was which was so interesting. So, yeah, but then I looked it up after I, I had this experience in my meditation, and they told me, I mean, I'm sorry, I looked it up, and I saw that other people had had used that term, God source. It was new to me. Um, so that's why I was interested to see what your perspective on that was. So yeah. Um, it's not something that I use all the time. Um, I just usually say spirit, creator. Um, in my spirituality, it is Oleron, um, Ludomari, um, Supreme Creator, um, the Almighty Supreme. We believe that, you know, we don't believe that there's, you know, just one God, there's woman and man divinity, um, um, feminine and masculine energy. Um, that's what we believe. But yeah, I agree with you. Um, when we get in that state of meditation and we tap into the God source, you're just tapping into your crown chakra and all the chakras above that um, and your third eye chakra. In your heart as well. That's just what you're tapping into. Yeah, I've 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 had it uh, easier time actually um, 
feeling the energy from the heart to um i guess the gut right those chakras but it, i i was talking to um quantum witch from um quantum witch cafe about like trying to access the the um third eye and how to do that and it was really interesting because her advice was basically to like amplify with quartz right and she was saying you should do it from behind and go through with quartz try to like make it like a beacon um have have you listened to what gary nolan has said about the brain and there's a reason i asked that because because she was basically it was about the intuitive part of the brain which is where priscilla um, was Priscilla was mentioning, like, we should amplify from there to the pineal gland, right? <laughs> so it's like, oh, yeah. there's an interesting parallel between the actual biological aspects of our brains and the spiritual. It's really oh, interesting. Yeah. Everything just ties in together. Um, the same for me. The more that I learned about it, everything just goes together. Mm -hmm. It's really just crazy how everything just goes together. Yeah, even you've got the eye of Horus on your, uh, and that's just, that's the pineal gland, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. My name, I'm surprised that you guys didn't know my name um, is an Egyptian god, um, and it's my birth name. Um, really? The god of the morning sun. It means the beautiful rising of the sun, but it's the god of the morning sun, um, the rising sun. Awesome. It's sort of a fortuitous good omen, yes. The scarab um, beetle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Can I ask you a, a question? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what are the numbers? I, I don't know much about Is it numerology? I don't know much about that. Or oh, yeah. The numbers are numerology. That is something really big for me because kind of it was a very big part of my spiritual awakening. Mm -hmm. um, seeing the numbers, especially 1111. 11. I remember when I first started going through it, you know, I thought I was losing my mind. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's so funny. I thought I was losing my mind because every time I would look at the clock, it would be 1111 11, and my ears would ring so loud. And um, I was going crazy. It was funny. Um, but the numbers, yes, eleven eleven is a really big spiritual awakening number. Um, angels, they communicate in different ways, but they, you know, most people are not really paying attention to their gifts. You know, most people, you know, they would think clear audience is probably something's wrong with them or something. <laughs> probably, um, most people would probably think that. But when you think about the average person, they aren't paying attention to, you know, the natural spiritual gifts that most of us already have. But, you know, when you keep seeing a number over and over, you're going to say, wait, what? What is, you know, you're going to look it up because you don't know what's going on. Um, but that is their favorite way to communicate. It's with the angel numbers. Um, and I'm sure you see them because that's why you asked, probably. Well, I asked because um, I have a student. Um, I work with um, special needs kids, and one of them diagnosed with autism, and he writes numbers, just numbers all over the place. And yeah, I, I need to pay attention and see what these numbers are now. He writes numbers <laughs> all over the place? 
Yeah, just numbers. Something to go along with that, um, with disorders, I think they're very highly spiritual beings as well. Um, mm -hmm. I can't really explain it, but I've learned some things when it comes to my ancestor spirituality. When I've, and it's not just mine, you know, I see a pattern in all of these things when it comes to theirs as well. They have names for these things. And, you know, it's for a reason. Um, mm -hmm. Even something that I found out, I was like, wow, when I found this out. Tribes, um, mostly in Africa, they think of, you know, um, like people that are lesbian, gay, trans, they think of them as like um, highly spiritual beings, spirit mediums. That's the mm -hmm. first thing they think of. They don't think of, you know, oh, boy, girl. No, they think of, you know, oh, this person is divine. Um, basically because they know both halves in a sense. Yeah. They're in both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I wanted to ask a question related to the i don't know if you um, were aware that the archive archives of the impossible is happening right now um leslie keen was talking um on a webinar last night from the archives of the impossible about mediumship and i wanted to ask if you had any familiarity with ectoplasm because she said that was something that interested her in um working with mediums um that it was something that she physically saw while working with a medium who's been studying this for decades um if that was something that you were aware of um used etc i was gonna say i'll be honest i don't know what that is um like i told y'all i'm not very familiar with the names of things and i'll bet you it's possible that i've seen it before but I don't know um, what that is. What is it? Is it like a substance? What is yes. It? So apparently she was describing it as um, something that comes out of the medium's body um, and may transform into a spirit when the medium is channeling um, a spiritual form. So it's almost like it can be used to mirror something that's being channeled or make a picture of it, so to speak, almost. Um, and then she was saying also that it's a very sensitive thing and the lights have to be kept off because if a light was turned on, it would make the ectoplasm rush back into the medium's body and could be damaging. It was really interesting. So I will say, though, that the term itself, the first time I heard that, I'm pretty sure was Ghostbusters. So I'm not sure that that's the, the best, best term to use. It's probably better to come up with another term for it. Um, and actually, scientists nowadays have a different word that I like that has a lot to do with the energies in the body called the biofield. Um, so I guess I'm just asking if you're familiar with that idea of a physical element um, in addition to a spiritual element when you're doing your work. 
Not that exactly, no. I can't say that I've seen that exactly. Um, I've seen a lot of different things I've been through, a lot of, um, a few different things myself when it comes to energy. Um, but ectoplasm, no, I've never seen that. I've never um, come in contact with that. Um, I also am learning how to do Reiki because I know how to do Reiki on myself um, when it comes to my spiritual gifts. But, you know, I just have to get certified and learn the things, you know, to do it. But um, ectoplasm, no. I mean, it sounds interesting. Like, I would like to see that of all the things that I've seen. I would like to see that. That sounds really cool. <laughs> I've seen some things, but not ectoplasm. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I was just curious. Uh, I That one, I think most mediums probably don't see that either, to be honest. But I was curious if you had, because it was something that this particular person used so much. Um, but, you know, one thing I've definitely um, found interesting is that everyone has different gifts for accessing these abilities, right? They have different ways of doing it. Um, I think I'm more um, what they call clairsentient um, rather than being able to hear things. Um, what, but, but since you do hear things, I've, another interesting point to make is that uh, there's been talk about with the UAP phenomenon that there's like a sound that's, um, I think it's called infrasound. Um, this is a sound similar to what you would hear before an earthquake that people sometimes can hear, very few people can hear. Um, and that might be what some of the people like yourself or some of the other people who have said they heard UAPs before they came are picking up also. Most people can't hear it. Yeah. A lot of people um, aren't as clear audience. Um, I can't say that I've heard that exactly because again I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know what that is um but I mean it's possible that I've heard it I've heard a lot of crazy stuff um and a lot of my clear audience you know I I've, I've learned that a lot of it is exaggerated um and kind of comical when it comes to pointing to things that happen in my life and world events, especially. Um, my guys are very comical um, when they explain stuff to me. Um, I guess they just say, you know, why not just make it fun? <laughs> um, but yeah. That's important. You got to be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, can I ask you a question? Mm -hmm. um, so I get something called sleep paralysis. Do you are you familiar with that? Like, um, do you feel like something on your chest? Yeah, when you wake up and you can't move, and sometimes a lot mm. of times you can't see. And how how do um people in your field um explain that, or is there? <sighs> I don't want to scare you. Um. Okay. Go, go ahead. But, um. <laughs> Sleep paralysis, really, because I've experienced it before um, when I was kind of in the early stages of my awakening. It's really um, like a low vibrational being 
that is trying to attack your dreams. Um, do you have dreams? I, I do, yeah. I do. Okay, are they yeah. good dreams? Um, hmm. They're very, uh, okay. they vary. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Not lately, um, but. <laughs> just. You have a very strong spirit. Just, um, just assert your boundaries. Um, whatever high beings you pray to, it doesn't matter. They'll come to your rescue. Um, even if you just believe in yourself as a higher being, um, think of the highest part of yourself to get it away because hmm. they really just want to torture you. Um, I kind of like to think of them as the thing, like right when you're about to, and most people don't make it to this place because they think, you know, sleep paralysis is just normal. It's just something that I have to deal with. But most of the time when those beings come, it's like it's right before you're about to make a big leap into something. Um, hmm. But yeah. Yeah, it's it's not something good. I'm not gonna lie, like okay. it's something good. Um and it's not just a disorder, it's a energy that's around mm -hmm. causing it. Hmm. Seems like a lot of abductees get it, so you know. I think it's yeah. interesting. You said it seems like a lot of abductees. A lot of alien abductees get it, so with sleep paralysis. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It seems like what? <laughs> it seems. I was gonna say it seems to be like a control mechanism, you know, I, either from the, you know, possible extraterrestrial or whatever we want to call them. It's hard to call them that sometimes, but others. It's hard to say if it's them controlling or if it's um, the, another kind of entity controlling which honestly sounds a little bit like a, a succubus or an incubus. Is that what you that is? This, I mean, I wasn't going to say the name, but I mean, you said it. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, but um, when I think of low vibrational beings, none of them are more powerful than we are. But when you think about the normal person, when they have sleep paralysis, you know, they're going to freeze because they don't know what the heck is going on. Um, and then there are some that can feel the presence and they're going to freeze as well because they don't know what's going on and they're scared. So um, when it comes to these beings, the best thing for you to know is that you're more powerful than it. Um, and the reason that is there at that moment is trying to take that little bit of courage that you need, that, that little inch, and, you know, just take you all the way back down um, and make you feel powerless. Um, but, yes, sleep paralysis, I don't get it anymore. Um, something else that can help with it is not sleeping on your back. That's a big thing. Um, sleeping with crystals underneath your pillow, that is something that I do every night. Um, I sleep with amethyst and lapis lazuli underneath my pillow. Um, it really helps the activity in my third eye. I'm doing it. I'm going to do it. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I've actually heard you. that a lot lately. The people playing like the courts. Actually, I, I I hold courts a lot when I do dojos, so that's why I have a courts. But um, oh, you know, okay. having a quartz above their head and stuff while they're sleeping oh. to help yeah. with nightmares. I hear about that, that a lot. It, okay, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, that's a we got idea. one right here. We keep one right in the computer area, so I'm like, why don't I keep one next to me? You know, when I sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Selenite, selenite is one of my favorites too. Um, angelic okay. crystal. Mm -hmm. Selenite. Yeah. Do you burn sage? Sometimes. Um, I am. Most of the energies that I work with are water beings. So okay. I've noticed that, you know, I don't really have to burn much sage. Um, I use grits to cleanse my area and crystals. Cool. So I don't really have to burn much sage. Okay. So you have an, you have an altar and it, um, or, or what? How, yeah. Mm-hmm. I cool. do. What were you going to ask? You said how? Oh, I was wondering. I, I don't know. I'm just. I just like this kind of stuff. I think it's really interesting. That's all. Yeah. yeah um, altars. You know, when you think of okay, when you think of guys, just kind of think of them. They are ancestors. They came before us. They did these wonderful things. You know that we read about. And an altar is just something honoring them. You know, you think about when you put it on an altar. You think about the best things that they did and you put it on that altar. So when you honor those things that they did, you're honoring that part of yourself as well. So the more you spend time with it, the more you're spending time with yourself and loving yourself. And that's really what spirituality is um, through and through. So Knowing yourself. I, so I have a, a a question and that goes into the spiritual aspect a little bit more um i have um previously spoken to a medium but not on the dojo um and i was told about some of my past life experiences um a little bit stuff that i did not know and stuff that um made sense but it was it was interesting i was just wondering what your thoughts were on past lives Past lives, um, I've seen a lot of mine. Um, I think when we see, you know, because when it comes to past lives, we all have to learn a lesson in these past lives. Um, and believe it or not, as crazy as some of the things are that happen in our lives, some of these things were planned. <laughs> Even some of the people that we know all of the people that we know were planned for us to meet and go through certain things. And when we peek into our past lives, there's something to learn from it always um, that you can apply to this life. Um, something that can help guide you like me. I've had visions of myself um, laying in sand and like looking up at the at the sky and there were like um 
stars like crazy stars like um nothing like what the sky looks like today um <laughs> i had some crazy past life experiences and like i just said you just have to think about think about what what was told to you i know you said she told you about them think about the subject that she kind of spent time on and that's something that you can apply to your life. I don't think past lives are anything crazy at all. Um, and I think it's something great that people need to tap into because it helps them. It's going to help them get through whatever it is they're going through in their life at that moment. Now, do you think that um, we may not always have our past life on Earth? Yes, most definitely. Uh, all of our ancestors and guys, they don't come from Earth. Yeah. So, yes. That's kind of what I was curious about. And and the ancestors and guides, do you think that any of them could possibly be um, interdimensional? Or do you think that um, they are um, from Earth? Like like their spirits or like how how would you describe them other than you know them having an ancestral connection? Yes, most definitely interdimensional. Um, they are there are so many different angel angels out there. Um, because like I said, we are angels ourselves. Um, and I feel. And I, I kind of hate to get to what I feel because I feel so many different things because there are so many different theories and none of them just add up enough to me. Like, okay, it's kind of like, okay, but then, then, but then this, but I feel like us on earth, this is honestly, I'm gonna be honest. I feel like this is like, <laughs> this is nothing compared to where we're going when we um trans transcend this place um so yeah there are so many different beings and so many so close to it so yeah to your question yes um there's way too many Okay. And I guess I um, wanted, I know we're almost out of time, but I guess I wanted to um, ask um, how you think, you know, with people trying to deal with the phenomenon and UAPs, um, how you think your gifts connect to that UAP issue? Because, you know, obviously that's one of the things that um, I'm, I'm really interested in, uh, the UAP phenomenon. Or UFOs, if you prefer. So, um, I know you called it an issue, but really and truly, I feel it's only an issue because of like a, I feel like y'all can kind of tell like my subject of this whole entire conversation, people are just not aware of the things that are around us. Like, you're never alone. Um, it's so funny to me as a medium, there are people actually out here that think they are alone for like a minute and, 
you are never alone. Um, there is always some other energy around you because you are stacked on many different dimensions. Um, but when it comes to an issue, I feel like, you know, like I said, there are many different types of angels. I feel like there are certain angels that are just coming here watching us. And I bet you there are some that laugh, you know, at the people that um are wondering what they are and think it's silly. Um, so, yeah, when it comes to that, I feel like people should just open their eyes a little bit more but at the same time the price that will come with that people are going to realize so many other different lies and there are some people out here bless their hearts they're probably going to lose their mind <laughs> so um yeah people people really just need to pay attention more we are more than what we think we are Yeah, that definitely seems to be something I've heard a few times that there's a lot like we don't even fully understand ourselves at this point. Like we I think we only just mapped the human um, DNA uh, was like within the last decade. Right. We just finally kind of and we still don't know everything about that. We certainly don't know everything about our own brains, you know, not and that's not even touching on. We don't even know everything about our own planet. <laughs> like we no. haven't even seen all or mapped all of the oceans. Like we still don't right. know everything. And we certainly don't know that much beyond our galaxy. So right. there's just a ton that we have to figure out still. Like, right, like, just like you just said, like, what are we even doing? Um, Think about what we don't know. And then I think about all the people out here fighting um, because of what they think is just, you know, the absolute truth. Like, you, you've only been here for so many years and you're reading a book that, you know, you don't have proof that it was written. Um, at the beginning of time. So, you know, if you do a little research, there are so many other different books that have similar things and can compare um, timelines. So, and I speak about this so profoundly because religion is the main thing that controls most people. Um, gotta let it go. That is the main part that people just have to let it go because if you can't realize that you don't know everything, you'll never really know yourself. So, Kevin, do you have any final questions for tonight? No, no. No, I just wanted to say thank you. I appreciate your, your insights. That was a great conversation. Yes. Thank you. Thank you yes, for I, having me. Yeah, I definitely appreciate that you came. Um, please let everyone know where they can find you um, on, you know, on Twitter, et cetera, on SoundCloud. We were listening to your song, by the way. We think you have a great voice. Um, oh, so, my goodness. Uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah, you're fantastic. <laughs> 
I'm a musician thank too. You. Thank you so much. Um, that is something that I'm going to be getting more into. Um, like I said, I took a break to kind of learn more about what my ancestors did because they were calling me, um, giving me tea and things like that. So um, anybody can find me um, on social media. I am the Lady Kepra everywhere. So that is it. The Lady Kepra. Okay. And um, is there any final messages that you would just want to, do you feel like you need to send out um, before we close for today? People, and I hate to say the word need, but it is something that people need to do desperately. Stop worrying about what anybody else is doing and love yourself first because if you're worrying about what anybody else is doing um especially when it comes to them worrying about what you're doing because that's what most people are doing these days you are not doing the right thing so love yourself it is not selfish to put yourself first and that is all I have to say. Okay. I always say it's, you know, if you don't love yourself, you can't love other people, right? Because you won't know how to love. Right. Nope. Kevin, can you please let people know where we can find you also? Um, you can find me on Twitter. I am Flarious Kev at Flarious Kevin at Twitter. Um, I'm on Instagram, but my link tree is just on Twitter. It's easier just to go there. Okay. And um, calling all beings also. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you both for coming in tonight. I'm going to go ahead and say goodbye to everybody. This was Deb from Deb's Data Dojo, part of the Calling All Beings podcast network. You can find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and on YouTube with Calling All Beings. Bye, everybody. See you later.